Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. I'm really excited as we get to this episode and the next couple of episodes. Today's episode 552, and the title of today's episode is Love is Eternal. Love is Eternal. And, you know, it's interesting because many people, when they fall in love, they have this powerful sense that they're going to love someone and want to be with them forever. And they say those kinds of things forever and ever, forever and a day, you know, and, and all kinds till the stars fall from the sky and all kinds of beautiful descriptions of the feeling of love being a permanent thing. And the truth is love is, in fact, eternal. The mistake that we all make is we mistake two things. One, we often don't have a real sense of what love is, the real love, and we mistake hormones and temporary attraction, infatuation, and even some beginnings of love for the real eternal thing. And the second thing is we don't really know. We don't even know what we're talking about because we, we have this feeling of permanence with love, but we have no idea what it takes to do that. And many marriage vows, when you know we take them, people write for richer, poorer, better, worse, and that is an effort, an attempt to capture the feeling and the commitment that you're going to do something on a permanent basis. Now, many years ago, well, not even that many, it used to be, you know, divorce was less common and it was viewed, marriage was viewed more in a more sacred way than it is now. And I'm not just talking about marriage. Marriage and love between partners is very sacred and very special, but it's just one piece. I want to think about love in the largest sense. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. Love is the only thing that is eternal. Everything else falls away. Everything else fades with time. Love is, there's a scripture somewhere that says God is love. And when, you know, one way to hear that is that love, kindness, taking care of each other, all those things come from God. If you just look at the words, God is love, then I'm not suggesting that God is you know, this feeling that floats around in the universe, I am, I'm suggesting that love is way more than a feeling that floats around in the universe. So if God is love, that means the power of creation, that means the power of holding things together is love. And that love is the only thing that creates. So let's dig into that for a minute. Hate, anger, fear, frustration, that doesn't create anything good, and it certainly doesn't create anything permanent. In fact, we have, you know, the, the night will end, there will be a dawn after the dark night. We have all those kinds of sayings, 
because we know that negative things are not forever. The only things that are forever is are, are powered, fueled, and held up by love. Now, this is the seventh stone in the pillar of love. The pillar of love is the seventh stone in your palace of power. So we viewed about, we talked about love being a choice, about being awareness, you know, being aware of yourself and others, about it being yearning and that uh, powering feeling that it has. We talked about gratitude, forgiveness, and expansion yesterday. I want to really emphasize this thought, this feeling, this truth is that love is in fact eternal. Now in in this universe, not universe, but in this life here on this world, we have growth and we have things that mature and then get old and then they die. And, And they're gone from our uh, perception. Something dies, an animal, you know, we've had a couple of puppies and a couple of cats die in the time that Joy and I have been married, 14 years and change. So in that amount of time, you know, we've had to put a couple of dogs, that one died on its own, we had to put one down, we've had to put a couple of cats down, so they're gone. They live in our memories, we have pictures, but they're gone. In eternity, there is no such thing. People continue. There is no death. There is no passing away. And love is the thing that fuels and powers eternity. And here's the thing. I say all this stuff, and you might be saying to yourself, yeah, Callan, how do you know that? Like, why are you saying that? You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do. And you know what? You do too. Because when you're quiet with yourself and you look inside your own heart, you know there is a divine You know there's a larger purpose. You know we have divine gifts and talents. You know we have purpose. And you know it's all fueled by love. You know that. And I challenge you to lean into that knowing. We feel there is more. We know there is more. We yearn for that moreness. I know that's not a word, but we yearn for that. We want to connect with it and we feel it and often we give up and things don't go our way. And so you know, then, then we do a couple of things. We get frustrated and negative. And then often we think, yeah, it's just a fairy tale. It's just whatever. It's not really true, not really powerful. And I want to assert and assure you at the same time, it is real and it is powerful. So often... When things don't go our way, and I certainly have done this so many times, it's embarrassing. We're like a petulant child. So you've seen it. Kid in a grocery store wants some candy. Mom or dad says no. Kid freaks out, has a scene, whatever, right? Uh, Same thing. Kid gets a little older, wants to go out somewhere, take the car. Parent says no. For whatever reason, you know, maybe they haven't done their chores. Maybe they done something else that means that they're not able to do that. But then the kid gets mad. You don't trust me. And they stomp around because somehow the view is I get to do what I want when I want. Well, that isn't real love. All we have to do is look at raising children to know that example. Kids want to eat only goodies or they want to play in the street. Cats, my wife uh, loves, loves, loves cats. And she's very, very much of the feeling that cats are, you know, domestic cats, they need to be indoors. Outdoors, it's not safe. And the few times in our, in the relationship over the years, we've had a cat escape. 
and be outside for you know, sometimes an hour, sometimes two or three days. I think the most was five days. And that was a panic. That's all that there was talked about. Up and down the streets, posters on things, walking and walking, and eventually, you know, we found her, got her home okay. But the, the cat doesn't get to decide what's best for it because, you know, where we lived in Phoenix, there were coyotes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it, it, just like a young, a young dog, you have to train the dog to go pee outside. Otherwise, they make a mess in your house. So we, we are often like that, and I know I've certainly been like that. If I know, if I know and sit quietly with myself and know to the core of my being that God, the creator, has a plan, that the plan includes the very best for you and me that can possibly be imagined, and I imagine even better than I can even imagine or think of, yet I still get frustrated at what I call the MST, the manner size and time of events that I want to happen. So I'm trying to do something and I want it to work out a certain way and it doesn't. And then I get mad or frustrated or feel abandoned or feel like I'm not good enough or tell all the stories that we do. And at the same time, we think, well, this was a good thing I was trying to do and I, I prayed about it and I worked on it and why didn't it work out? Well, I don't know the answers to those things. What I do know is there is an answer. What I do know is that the answer isn't God is stupid, that he's deaf, that he can't hear our yearnings and pleadings, or that he's not that interested. I mean, I've heard all those descriptions. Well, you know, God's this thing. He created us, the world and perhaps other worlds. And, you know, maybe checks in from time to time, but not really involved and absentee, you know, creator. None of that's true. One way that I felt that was true, and I think you do too, one way I know for sure that it's true is three years ago, three and a half years ago when I died and had those conversations. I got the powerful, innate, overwhelming knowledge and, and sense from those real life conversations of the character and love and desire of our creator to have us be happy, to have us create good, to have us live in joy, and to have all kinds of good things happen for us. So that's something that I know for sure is part of the plan. And I know that that is how it works. And so I share that with you now because I believe that you know that too in your heart somewhere. And sometimes we all have feelings and experiences that make us doubt that. Oh yeah, not me, not really, you know, not now, whatever. And the truth is the creator is there. The love is constant. The love is eternal. The situation and circumstance we go through in this life for one minute or five years or a hundred years it's designed for our good. It's designed for our growth in the large scheme, the eternal scheme. And it will be obvious to us at that point. Now, here's the thing that I thought about myself. Okay, all right, all right, it's going to be obvious. Well, then something I've decided to do, and I'm sharing it with you, is let's say for a minute it's going to be obvious. And I'm going to whack my forehead and say, oh, too bad I couldn't see that. 
And then I'm going to think back on all of the mistakes, silly things, and demands that I made and feel stupid. Like, oh, if I just had a little more faith or a little more patience or a little more trust. You know what? My goal is to have that more patience, faith, and trust now so that I can minimize the number of sort of palm, face palm feelings that I have because of my refusal to accept that. I've had not only the near-death experience, but lots of other things, as we all have, where we know that there's a divine presence and a divine design in our lives. We know that. It doesn't work like we want, and things are not done according to our playbook, because the playbook is for our eternal long-term growth, not just for our present-day comfort. That is the key to me, at least, to, to understanding both the eternal nature of love and the power of love. I can't imagine, like for a parent, you, maybe you're a parent, your kid, whether how old, however old they are, they're screaming at you, hating you, I hate you, and everything else <clears throat> because you won't let them do what they want. Whether they're young and they want some candy or whether they're old and they want to go somewhere and you say no and they hate you. That can't be fun. And you do it anyway because you know in your heart, from your experience, this that it's you believe that it's the right thing. Well, I imagine that with you know billions of children, that our Creator feels the same way. We're all cursing, yelling, waving our fist. How come this happened? How come that? That can't be. That can't be pleasant. And the key here is the only thing that makes that possible. That fuels the the will to ignore that in a parent or in our divine parent is love. Love endures forever. It is the essence of our creation. It's the reason we were created. And it is the design of the development process we are in. So the seventh stone here in the pillar of love is love really is eternal. It was before we existed. It was the reason for our creation. It is the driver for the framework and the structure of what we have and experience here. It is the essence of all of the events that happen in our lives. And what I know is that the divine is able to take every difficult circumstance Every crummy, unfair, yucko thing that happened to me and turn it for my good. Turn it for my growth and benefit. Now, I am quite sure that if he can do that and is willing and does do that for me, that he'll do it for you. You know, when I look back in the book, my own books, Tightrope of Depression, and I look back at the stage of my life and I see the pictures you know, one after the other. I I made a list the other day of the different periods in my life, this year to that year, you know, like like you do in a resume. 1999 to 2003, I had this job here. So I made a resume, only the resume was times in my life when I was off the reservation. The things that led to my first divorce and the second one and the third one and the times I was addicted and the times I did, you know, behaved particular ways and All of those things, I made a resume, maybe it's the resume of stupid, I don't know. And I looked at that and I marveled 
absolutely marveled that there was a divine creator, a God, who still took time to give the divine interventions and pull me back, offer me the opportunity to come back on the reservation, because, of course, there was nothing forced about it. Above all, in this episode, I want you to connect deeply all the way to your heart that love is eternal for you, for me, for all of us. It triumphs, and it will be the final feeling and knowledge that we have. When we go past this life, we'll know God did everything out of love, and that love is eternal, and it is love is the only thing that builds things that last. Now take that truth as we finish up the seventh stone in the pillar of love to build your palace of power for your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.